Hey peeps, I'm Michelle. Hey everyone, I'm Natalie. Hey, what up? It's Faith. Hey, Sydney. Hey, it's Kat. It's Priya. Hey, it's Lori. Hi everyone, it's Karina. And this is the Red Lips and Mic Drops podcast. Red lips and mic drops, big hips and lip gloss. I'm talking issues and our thoughts. The world's unfair, so let's talk. What else are we talking about today? Let's get to it. Let's spin this Part Let's two. spin this damn wheel. All right. <laughs> Come on, Vanna. Oh my god. I don't know what this is. Respecting your elders. Interesting. <laughs> I that's interesting. I mean <laughs> <laughs> what 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 is that's so funny cool. about that i feel like this topic is another one of those it seems like superficial at the surface but it goes so much deeper like yeah. it's such a deep topic it goes deep for me because i'm going to tell you right how my thoughts right off the bat <laughs> that doesn't just because they're your elders does not mean that they are providing a healthy space for you. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Bingo. And I, why are we forcing people to respect their elders? Because they're older? Like, my mom raised me to know that. Of course, there we go control again. issue. Right. And often your elders are your abusers. Usually, yes. 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 So that's, like, to me, is very, uh, it can be a very toxic thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And very provoking. Right. Or what like, is respect? Those, like, well, the family gatherings, you know, where you've got the old elders coming around right. and the kids don't want to be hugged. They don't want the kiss on the cheek or the God forbid kiss on the lips, you know, and then, but then you've got mom being like, you respect your elders. You, you say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, let her do whatever she wants or let him do whatever he wants. Like those are the situations that those are conditioning. Yeah. It is, and for me, my mother, well, I am your mother. Like that's how yeah. it would be. And it's like, I mean, I know that I get it. Like everybody parents like as differently you forgot for a minute. Right. What'd you say, Michelle? Like, as you forgot, she was your mother. Thanks for the reminder. Like, yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't, so that actually, I, it really created discomfort in my relationship with my mother because I didn't feel like I could go to her for anything. And I just had to listen to her every command and obey her every command. Otherwise there would be repercussions. And that's, that's not, that's not healthy. So, and then she's this classic person to say, respect your elders and just why not. And listen, I love my grandparents. There's, it's not that I don't have respect for my grandparents, but why is that message being pushed? It's an, old, it's an old school, it's an old school message, but also, and I know for you, you want to, you want to say something, but it's also, I think it's situational too, on what they mean by respecting your elders. If you're on a bus or a subway station and there is a old 80 year old woman that is right. standing up and you're sitting down cause you just don't care. I would, you know, I'm sorry. That's not even so much respecting your elders. That's just like being a good human, being yeah. a good human being, get up and let the old lady sit down. Right. So that's, right. so I think that that all gets so crumbled together mm-hmm. with this, like you have to respect your elders just because they're older than you. When what right. Michelle said, that could be, they were your abuser and that's why they turned into your abuser because it was, you have it's to respect them. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Right. And so I'm wondering, I'm wondering if we're mixing up, Natalie, um, the whole respect and people pleasing, mm-hmm. like yes. if it's more of like a grooming thing for abuse and it's, we're teaching them people pleasing equals respect. So how are our kids going out into the world? Oh, I'm going to tip yes. around everybody else because that's respect. So yeah. let's ask, like, let's talk. What is respect? Like, what does it actually look Who like? Who wants to start with that question? What is respect? <laughs> I think it's subjective to the person that is either requesting it or giving it Um, because Mm -hmm. like we've just talked in the previous episode, like you, when you meet someone, like when I meet you ladies, I have no idea what your interpretation of respect is. Like it's a conversation that we have to have. Like, how are you talking to me? How are you treating me? How are you like viewing me? And those things, like you get it from the body language, you get it from the tonality, you get it from all these, for me, it is, it's like, respect is a huge thing for me, just like trust. And I think respect and trust go hand in hand because if you don't trust the person, you're not going to respect them. Like that respect is out the door. It's just not even on the table. It's not even the same freaking building. So it's, it's, I think it's just a very touchy thing. And I I've taught my children, like, while you do need to be nice to people, like you have to have a common courtesy respect Mm -hmm. is something that is earned but you have to do your part in the process as well. It can't just be one side. You can't just demand respect and expect it to be given to you. Yes. That's a control yes. issue. And that yes. is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. And I told, cause Keith and I had this conversation about trust and yeah. I said to him, I said, Keith, I know that you approach the situation where you just trust like without question. Right. For me, I have to earn someone's trust. And this is a, this is so many different reasons behind this. And I was explaining this to him when we started dating, but because of the abuser and the deceit and the lies, like now, and I've never been like this until this, that relationship happened to me. And I went through it, or I should say happened for me, not to me, because it was a good thing. At the end of the day, I learned something. Um, But I had this wall up with Keith and I'm like, I, I need to earn it now. Like I have to walk through this journey of like earning your trust and you earning my trust and all of that stuff. And he's like, I just trust you, you know, like we're, we're very, we're not aligned in that way, but we've talked about it. So you're right. Faith, like having those conversations is really important. I think, right. And again, I think it, it might be more targeted for me in like in a romantic sense in that way versus like an out, like a, our relationship type of way because it's so intimate. And, um, that's where like my trauma comes from, like the intimate place. So I don't know. I, I I agree with you though. I do think respect is earned. I'm not somebody who is ever going to stand up and say like, you need to respect me. (laughs) It it doesn't click with me. It just, I just just think that if you're going out and you are respecting people just on a, a basic level, like, which is kindness, like I'm giving you kindness. I'm not going to cut you off when you're talking. I'm not going to say, oh no, that was fucking stupid. Don't ever say that again. Like, I'm not going to do those things because those are just, they're just jackass moves. So with that being said, that is like the base level of kind of like, for me, respect. It's like, okay, you value me as a person. You value what I'm saying, what I'm doing and who I am by letting me finish a thought, by letting me um, vocalize what's in my mind, on my heart, whatever the case may be. 
but in the same return, I have to give that back to you. But well, and, and for me, when you said this, it made me think of, and I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> we were just no, we're all going to be on that cutoff. Part. I, um, but you made me think of like with friendships, like I am not saying anything badly about my dear friends behind. I will never do that. I will never take part in that because I hear it so often. Are you really this person's friend if you're doing like, that's not respectful to me at all. Like that's not respectful to you. I would never do this. And so, um, that's another thing for me. It's like, let's, why don't you practice the, what this relationship really is? And that's like, to me, respectful is is being like loyal in that way too. It's hardest to walk the walk or whatever you want to say it as it's, that's the hardest part, but that's where you actually, for me is where I actually get and give respect is by people who are showing it and I can return it in, in kind. Yes. Respecting the elders. I've had to teach that to my own children because my father's not a nice person. He's very abusive Mm -hmm. and he was abusive to me as a child. He's abusive to my mother currently. And so raising my children I had to teach them what respect was despite him being your elder, just Mm -hmm. being able to understand what is uncomfortable for you and what is intolerable for you. And that I won't force you to do something you're uncomfortable to do as an individual. And so I had to teach them that, which I hope then can bring them into their adult lives to where they would not then tolerate abuses for the sake of respecting someone. And so I, that was a really challenging thing for me because I was taught that old school way of, you know, kids are heard or seen, but not heard. You had your own kid table and, you know, you're Mm, separated from the adults and you had to respect the elders, even if they were dicks. (laughs) I mean, that sounds ridiculous. It's like, so I did not feel that I should do that to my children. Um, And I had to teach them that. And I also then, they got to see me intervene when I would see my dad do something that I felt was inappropriate for them as children. And they got to see me actually protect them so that they knew what respect really looked like and what was appropriate and inappropriate behavior. Can can you be in a strong relationship with someone who has a different version of respect than you do? I think it depends upon their version of respect, right? Um, Because if they just like, if they're abusive like that, and they're abusive towards you, they're going to continually doing it unless you put up that wall and you put that barrier in place. Um, And then the respect, I believe for me, it just changes. It just changes. I know where it's like, I'm a puppy on a leash. I know how far I can go. I know what my boundaries are. I know what I can say, what I can do. I know all of those things and I don't cross that boundary. And if I do, I bite them. No. (laughs) 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 Going to point out that I think respect is also cultural. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yes. I dated a Mexican man. He was from Mexico and the way that he would take care of his mother, I would ask him questions and he would go, oh, this is because I respect my elder. Like I respect my mother. So mm-hmm. we have these certain traditions and these certain things. So I think it also um, growing up, I think I don't want to assume, I think we're all white here. Um, growing up in a white household is a little bit different than growing up in a different culture as yeah. well. Right. You know, yes. it's its own culture. Totally. Um, 
Yeah. I think it's, a lot of it's sense. situational too. in in the aspect of like, for instance, the Japanese culture in the business world, you know, you bow, you do respect yeah. your superior, yes. you know, it's very, very different. And then you've got like the way that women are supposed to respect men in different cultures, like in mm-hmm. Iran and things like that. So, yeah. so I, I, the dependent on your culture too, is going to change the way you, you think oh, yeah. like, I think America is very, and, and some other countries in the world are very progressive in the sense of respect, you know, even though we're not yes. as, as we should be as a culture, but um, when it comes to the terms of respect, we, we do have the, like, for instance, it wouldn't fly in Japan for someone who's of a lower superiority scale in a business meeting to speak over the boss and say, oh, wait, no, I have something to input. But in America, that culture is is normalizing like in business startups or zoom meetings where it's very easy to talk over someone because of the volume and things like that. So, well, uh, it's so funny you say that. Cause in, in my friends came back when we were at Penn state, they went on this broadcast journalism tour or whatever. They were like doing stories out in Beijing and they were in shock. Like mm-hmm. people don't say thank you, please. And thank you. Like when you're holding, they're just like, screw you. Like, it, and it's yep. not like that there. Like, it's not right. like a screw you to them. It's that's just, how they live like right. here we're like oh my god i held the door and the person didn't even say thank you oh my god i let I somebody that- go on the crosswalk and they didn't even wave to me yeah. you know it's I like that's a geographical thing too because you see that a lot yeah. like i was raised in the south but i lived three years in jersey in jersey if you hold the door open for someone particularly like a female she looks at you like you just said she was not capable <laughs> was of herself or something, you know, but down South, if you, if you don't open the door for someone, they're like, what the fuck? Like, why, you know, like what do your thumbs not work? You know, so, uh, yes. I've lived all over the country and I'm from Boston. So come here and we literally, there's a term that like, you'll only stop the car when you hit some, when you hear the thing, yeah. hit somebody. Um, and so people in Boston are very, you know, not like, like it's a very different way of life, but I've lived all over and in the Midwest was the first time. And I've lived in the South. And when I moved to the Midwest was the first time I had somebody thank me for buying a Starbucks at the Starbucks. Oh my God. I was like, thank you so much for ordering that. And I was like, what? I love it. Okay. Wait. Cause I, I was saying at Miss Missouri for they're like family to me, like the people yeah. in Missouri, yeah. Guys, oh my God, the hospitality, like they yeah. are the sweetest people. And I'm like, I, literally, there's not one person I've I've, I've ever not loved in Missouri. I'm in my family. I haven't met my ex husband who lives in Oh, shit. Sorry, <laughs> Faith. I call it the yeah, land of I'm, misery. I'm generalizing here. I really am generalizing, but. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, it's, it's so true though. They're very like going off of what you said, the Midwest, they have this different way and it's, it's, yeah. it's very different. It's like, Oh my God, you just thank you. Like, really? I yeah. I grew up very like manners, be courteous, you know, wait your turn, stay in line, all the stuff. When I was visiting Israel, I went to a mall and I was trying to buy a dress and I'm standing in line, waiting my turn. And all these people just keep going up to the counter, like waving their money, like they're at the bar and they're being helped and they're checking out. I'm just sitting there with my dress, like, <laughs> can I go next? You know, not, what were you at the stories here? I ended up walking out in tears because to me, it was like, this is chaotic. It's such a mess. Nobody's respecting what's supposed to be happening. We're supposed to be waiting in line and it's my turn. And, um, yeah, so that's just my experience with how it's completely different where, where different places you go, it's completely different. How, and that wasn't disrespectful. That's just how things were done there, apparently. 
And I just couldn't. <laughs> well, we were talking about this too. Like when Natalie, you were saying in France, like they're like, if we, if an American goes to France, it's like a different world. It's like, they're just extremely blunt. And, you know, in certain areas of America, people are not like that. Like when mm-hmm. in the South, my favorite thing in the South here in the States is bless her heart. Cause that's an yes. insult. <laughs> like it's it's very much an insult. Like, yes. <laughs> talking shit on you. You can tell like in movies and stuff when someone writes and they're from the South or when they use <laughs> bless your heart and they're not from the South, you're like, oh, you just threw that. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say that. So my parents um, go to Florida for winter every year. Oh, love this it. year. Lucky. And when we were there the last time, my mom was talking about, Corey, they say bless your heart, but that's not what they mean. Like, no, they mean that stop. They're being a little asshole. That's what yep. they're like. Yeah. Wow. Like, what a dick. Like, bless their even, heart. <laughs> kids don't even realize it. And then I grew up in Georgia. Right. And so teachers will say that, you know, kids will stand up, read their reports or something, read out of the book or stutter or something. And teachers will go and talk in the rooms about their kids. And like, oh my gosh, I have this one kid. who just can't read like, bless his poor heart. I mean, he just can't read like this. Pitiful, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh, poor guy, you know? But I think too, like circling back to respect, it depends on what kind of ecosystem you're in too. Like the, and geographical, like as far as driving goes, for instance, in Jacksonville, Florida, if you drive on the interstate, expect to get cut off. Like that's yeah. just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so bad. Come to Boston. Right. We're like <laughs> Atlanta. Boston, yeah, downtown so Atlanta. I grew up riding around in, on the Beltway in downtown Atlanta. If you're not bobbing and weaving, you're obviously not from here. Well, so. And you have to adjust to that kind of respect. That's their respect. So you have to adjust to it. Like right. if you're on 76 here in Philly. You're, you are not dry. Like I can't, I come from small town America, like in Western PA, we are the people who are like, go ahead. Like, take your time. <laughs> and when I came to Philly, this lady goes, you're not from here. And I'm like, why are you saying that? And she's like, cause you're actually nice. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Right. And so when you get on the interstate, you have to play the game. Like you right. cannot, you have to be dodging. Yeah, dangerous like to not do it. It, is, yeah. it scares the shit out of me. I hate I literally it. Have they, to like, I love it. Oh my it. God. I have to I literally <laughs> do breathing exercises before I drive into Philly. Like I can't, I have to breathe. It's so my bad. Mom, see, so when we were kids, we would all be in the back seat and she would be like, okay guys, I'm getting on the interstate. Shut oh. We'd have to stop talking. She'd crank metal music and she'd be like, uh, uh, uh. we used to joke that like she, that's how she was going to die. She was going to die for like pissing off the wrong guy. And she's going to get out. She would sort of get out of her car road rage. You know, she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I'm like, no, no. Wow. <laughs> Natalie's like, that's like the, for us. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, if you're, Pat, one you can't you want to drive here and you're oh hell no no <laughs> way and <laughs> like hell. Said, I'm just gonna drive to Boston to and I'm like no. oh no you're no. not gonna do it <laughs> I can't do it I can't do it I, I was just driving yesterday and I'm like I can't I cannot with these people like, just too much for me. <laughs> hard the whole respect thing like you're saying it, it and who said it Bria like that it's it is, it can be cultural. Like, uh, yes, I'm yeah. white. My mom's mother is from the Ukraine and came here after the war, after, as, after being a slave to Hitler in the war. 
And my mother that my grandmother's 99 years old and she still lives with my mother. And that is a very much a cultural thing where that is, that is how it goes. Like you're, you stay with your family and that can be, I know plenty, there are plenty of cultures that do that, right. Where the, the parents live with the oldest sibling and stuff like that. So, but I think the whole, maybe the person put that in there to talk about respecting your elders because they just, maybe they were abused, right. By an elder. And that's what they were taught. Like Michelle was saying, or maybe they are, maybe uh, they believe that, like maybe they, maybe believe they believe that you, they, they see so many people, especially right now with the way the world is not respecting just anybody right like just anybody right it doesn't matter if you're elder younger same age and so maybe they're like do I have to respect that person's opinion because they are older than me because maybe they're lost and they don't know what to do with with social media and, and all that's going on right now or you know think about different jobs like you said in Japan and stuff but uh, my boyfriend's military and that is very yeah. much a yes. very trained occupation yeah yeah my ex and there's was a sergeant in the marine corps and it was like uh, yeah so it's like, a very for instance when we went to the to the marine corps ball we weren't allowed to hold hands like it, or anytime we walked around on base we couldn't i could put my arm over his elbow like through elbow kind of thing yeah but i couldn't hold his hand and especially if he was wearing gloves he was not to hold anything right you know? wow that's unbelievable you know yeah. And going back and that's to that's a training. That's a training. Yeah, that's a yeah. and it was seen as incredibly disrespectful to every yes. person that's ever given their lives um, in the Marine Corps to hold yeah. his hand. You know, like I'm yes. I, I believe it was something along the lines of me taking claim of him when, wow. when you have the someone military has in first. the military, you belong to the US essentially. Like yeah. you're, you're a soldier, right. you're not your own person. But then you also have like if you, if you're a certain rank in the military, you have to salute people with, if you're within a certain square footage of them, even if you're outside or off base, if they're wearing their stripes, you know, you have to salute them and things like that. Um, I was expected to maintain myself in a certain way whenever we would have other people over, unless my partner ranked above them, then I was able to be like, get the fuck off the sofa, you know, <laughs> or like, please take your shoes off. You're on my carpet. But if, before he hit sergeant, if we had a higher rank come over, I wasn't allowed to be like, hey, take your shoes off. Because uh, you're, you know, again, ranking. back to the levels of life. Yeah, exactly. And it's also too maybe what and what Michelle said, what you're taught, because I have a friend who was taught by her mother that if you do not take your shoes, if people do not take their shoes off in our home, they are disrespecting us. Yeah. Like literally, yes. it was it was like ingrained in her to a level of like just like, ridiculous like you would lose your mind so when you go to her home there is a basket outside mm-hmm. for you to put your shoes in right and care. then I'm like whatever i mean it's like the middle of winter and you're in like right obviously when you have snow boots on and there's snow on the ground you're going to take yeah. them off in someone's house but it's like the middle of winter and you're like on the snowy porch and it's like you better take your shoes off type yeah. of situation and it's so ingrained and I remember one time she dated somebody and said to me, he didn't take his shoes off and I can't date him anymore. I'm like, he doesn't know. (laughs) He doesn't know that that means that you feel disrespected. You need to explain this to him. Obviously being her friend, we know, but you know, but Kat and I had this talk that, you know, I was having a situation um, with my partner, with, with my boyfriend. And I said, 
And he's like, that's your insecurity. I go, no, I don't feel insecure about the situation. I feel disrespected by this situation. And it took me finally saying that to him for him to understand why the situation meant so much to me. It wasn't his fault because I wasn't, I wasn't communicating. I felt disrespected. And maybe to be honest, I didn't even realize it at first, if that makes sense. Like, right. And then uh, eventually I was like, I feel this is a disrespectful situation to me. And that's how, that's how I feel that that's a value in me that I feel disrespected by, but it took me a while to get there. And then finally, when I said that the situation was done with, does that make sense? Like it never happened again. It was never something because, but when respected you, Yes, he respected the fact that I realized that it was a disrespectful thing and not just like, oh, she's being insecure or, or, you know, because anybody can say, oh, well, that's your problem, right? Um, right? That's another thing too, is like the respect has to be respected. Like (laughs) each person's level of respect has to be like when somebody comes over to my house, my mother has, is not like that at all. She's like, come on in with your shoes. Who cares? Whatever. I'm the same way. However, if somebody says, take your shoes off and put these covers on your feet, like I'll do whatever the, that yeah. is fine. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't personally care, but like, I will do that. But right. uh, another thing too about, and I have to say this about the elders, like going back to the elders, I was thinking about this because Natalie, I think you said something and it made me think about this. When we look at people like who are older, it's like the frailty of being old mm-hmm. is so sensitive to people. Like oh, they're old, you know, and they can't like when you just physically, I think a lot of people see it in like a physical way. And mm-hmm. it's like, you have to respect that person because they're frail or they're, you know, but just because someone's frail doesn't always necessarily mean that they're, you know, what the things that they're saying are okay. Right. So yeah. I don't know. You said something or that they weren't a bastard in their life or, so, you know, or they didn't abuse you just because right. they're, I mean, right. you know, just because they're frail doesn't mean that it's, uh, it gives them the excuse to have done the things they did to you. And that means you need to respect them. Like Michelle was saying, you know, and, but again, it's always situ- it, like everyone's saying, I feel it's situational because like I said, you'll be in a situation where you might see an elderly person. You don't know who that person is. They could be a terrible human being, but you're an able, capable, yeah. you know, younger person sitting on a right. train and they're standing yes. and it's shaking. It's like, get, you know, to me, I don't even know if that's respect as more as just, it's common courtesy, but we're kind of losing that right now in the world, right. That that we've noticed. So it's that whole, that whole thing, or, you know, my dad always opened car doors for me and my mom and my boyfriend does that, but that's that I've had men that I've dated that have never done that, but I could have taken that as, Oh my God, they don't respect me, but I did. I didn't, but people do. So that's another thing too, like paying the bill or something like with relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't, and this is my, all my girlfriends feel differently. They're like, I can't believe you think this way. I'm not in a judgmental way, but they're like, Oh, more of the, more like, well, this is how I feel. Cause I definitely don't agree mm-hmm. with that. I don't think a man needs to pick up the bill. I was raised by a matriarchal woman and it's, it's not like a power move for me. It's just, I don't feel, I feel weird. Somebody paying for my food. <laughs> so I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I just have this weird like vibe around it, but other people might see that as very disrespectful, like not not picking up the bill on a first date. I, I personally, I really doesn't bother me at all. The door holding doesn't bother me. Um, but again, that's me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I just want to go back to what respect is because I feel like what I'm hearing from this conversation and what I understand is like, there's a difference between 
feeling respect towards someone and behaving in a way that's going to translate to them as respectful. Does that make sense? I can act in certain ways that are respectful, but have absolutely no respect for someone and maybe just doing it because of the environment or because, yeah, because I'm in the work environment or something like that. So, um, and then when it comes to the elderly, for me, I'm somebody who I think I respect my elders. I'm very careful. I don't swear around. And when I, when I say my elders, I think of my elders as the elderly people. So it's not just people who are older than me. It's it's the, the elderly so I'm very careful about not swearing. I'm very careful about saying, even like uh, from a religious aspect of saying like, oh my gosh, instead of, oh my God. Um, and and yeah, I'll be the person who at the family reunions, I will sit with, um, you know, the 75 year old aunt and let her tell me all the stories. Even if I'm bored out of my mind, out of simple, just like respect, you want to tell the stories, of course, I'll sit here and I'll listen and I'll, and I'll listen attentively and I'll, and that to me is what respecting my elders looks like. And that's how, I don't know if it's necessarily how I was, I think it is how, how I was raised, but it wasn't like forced upon me. It was just maybe something that I witnessed. And so then I carried on myself. Yeah. See, and Karina, that's good because my grandma, Lucille, we love you. She's 93, still with us today. And she is very religious. So when you mm-hmm. say, oh my God, I mean, Lucille straight up shames you. Like it's not, it's, it's not like I didn't, when I was little, I was like, oh my God, I was like terrified. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I was terrified to say, oh my God, because I, I knew it would upset her. She's like, stop taking the Lord's name in vain. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so scared. So like, it was like shamed on me. And I'm like, I don't know that that's necessarily healthy, but I, I understand what you mean. At least for you, it was this natural transition. Cause for me, I felt like, like a, I, I always, when I was a kid, I always felt like, why is that like making her so upset? Like when yeah. I was very little, I thought that like, why is that upsetting her? But again, that it goes back to like, that is, they feel that's yeah. respectful. It's like, yeah, you may yes. not understand and you may not agree, but you understand that it makes them uncomfortable. And therefore, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I understand there's a fine line of people pleasing, but there is a level where it's like, does it really harm you to change a word to make somebody else feel a little more comfortable? But you're right. It's like, is it that, is it really that difficult to just refrain from, you know, like my mother, if I said fuck in front of my mother, she would fucking die. (laughs) She would die. Like This woman would collapse. She would collapse. And I've only heard her say the F word one time, like in my whole life. Keith's like, holy shit. Cause Keith's from Jersey <laughs> and he's like, not, not profiling people from Jersey, but he's like, Oh my God, you've only heard your mom. That's like the every other sentence in our household. I'm like, I know like I, it's crazy. One time my whole life. And it was like, it was like shocking. I was like, Oh my God, my feet were my, her and my dad were fighting. And she was like, why don't you make the fucking calls? And I was just like, Oh my God. Lord, I cannot believe this woman just said the F word. Like, I cannot believe it. It was my younger sister's first sentence was daddy. You're a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, given the history, no, it came from my mom being like, God, he's such a dickhead. He's such a dickhead. And then they're sponges. They don't, she didn't even know what it meant. And she was like, Oh, (laughs) he just walked up to dad and was like, daddy, you're a dickhead. (laughs) <laughs> like, hey, this guy's green today. You know, just daddy, you're a dickhead. And he's like, oh my maybe I am, babe. Maybe I am. <laughs> Much like Karina, 
my experience with elders is the same is that I will behave at a level of respect for them and treat them with respect Mm -hmm. because they are their elders, right? Like they've lived a long life. They've had tons of experiences. We don't know what their experiences have been to bring them to be who they are. My grandmother was a nasty old lady, right? Mm -hmm. She was really mean. And as she got older, she got meaner, but she was very sick. She was, she had leukemia for a number of years. She lived a life that was so active and full for so long. And then all of a sudden her knee went and she had to have surgery and then she had leukemia and then she had something happen with her eye and then she was confined to a wheelchair. So there was just so many things that happened in a period of time that went from being, she was never like super loving or anything, but from being somebody who, yes, you had a tremendous amount of respect for to somebody that you probably, if you met her just on that piece of it, you'd be like, oh, what a nasty old lady. But that's not who she was her whole life. So yeah, that's, it's happens. Like why it does. Cause you hear people like they, and I'm seeing this now in my my family, like my, my, you know, I don't want to call anybody out, but like people are getting older and they're starting to develop the, I don't give a damn what anybody thinks about me. And then I think about it this way. I'm like, well, if I have to respect you, don't you have to respect me still too? Like, doesn't, I I like have a hard time Mm -hmm. with this because I'm like, so you're getting old. So you're allowed to just treat everybody like shit. Like you don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. I, and And that's like hard for me. Yeah. And we did, we struggled with that as a family because she would say things and she would call people out for stuff. And eventually we got to the point where it was like, oh, that's just nanny being nanny. But there was also, you know, so my father-in-law, um, I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily agree with everything he said or anything like that, but I had tremendous amount of respect for him because he was my father-in-law. The man, you know, he passed away in November and he, you know, was almost 91. He almost made it there, but not quite. Um, But he said something when my daughter was very young. And I said to him, if you ever say that in front of my child again, you will not see her. The whole family was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you finally said something. But there is having respect and then standing up for somebody or standing yeah. up to somebody that you still have respect for, I think. Is yes. That as well. Yes. So, and that's the, you know, as I said, and I came from, my father was a police officer. So I grew up around police officers. So there was also that healthy respect for law as well as yes. your yes. elders and all of that. That's, you right. know, I have that same Natalie, you know, this cause Nick is a police police officer, Sergeant. Um, and I, I am so respectful. Like I have that respect for the police and like the military. Like I, I feel that very deeply within myself because I see it as like, you are putting yourself on the line for the betterment of the country. Like that to me is such a big deal. And I, I can't like pin, I know not everybody is great and not everybody's doing legal things within the organizations, but, but I can't, you know, it's hard for me to not respect like some people are like screw law enforcement fuck the police i'm like i can't like i can't like i just can't because i have too many friends in that you know i was natalie i was telling you about andy my friend who's a cop in st louis he was in the ferguson riots like it's just wild like the things that he's seen and been through and i do i will always have respect for i really will Mm -hmm. always always for law enforcement 100 in the military yeah yeah. I think you what know, it sounds like is it's not just about respecting your elders. It's just mm-hmm. respect in general. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. And I think, I think 
the world now has changed so much where you see people, it's become the norm to not respect other people. You see it online, you see how disgusting it becomes. And so we've kind of gotten away from just a normal common courtesy of one another, right? Like yeah. you, you don't have to agree with me, if, but if I'm, if I'm just respecting you, fine, then tell me that. But if, if you're, you're going to not agree with me and then just disrespect me and berate me and belittle me and do all those things. Now we're in an abusive culture, right? That's an abusive control to try to get your point across the cancel culture, all that. And then, and then now we have all this like fine line between what is respect, what isn't respect. And like Michelle was saying, you know, just because somebody is your elder doesn't mean you necessarily need to respect them because they're your elder, right? You have to decide what the respect is really about, right? And again, I think common courtesy and respect are also a little different, Yep. Yeah. right? Like sitting on the yeah. bus doesn't mean I respect that older person. It's just common courtesy for me to get up. Right. I don't know them enough to be like, I'm respecting you, right? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> right. like we haven't developed that level of relationship, but I don't even know your name, but it's like, and so I think it just goes deep. And Michelle, you could probably talk psychologically about that too. And, and how psychologically maybe people and parents and, and, you know, people use that I'm your parent, you have to respect me as a form of abuse and control too type of situation. I got that a lot. I got that a lot. (laughs) Um, You know, I I think that the key is to have to develop self-respect because once you have self-respect, you're able to respect others. Yeah but also set boundaries. So you're not going and like pretending to have respect for some, maybe an abusive elder or something. I don't have any experience with that personally, my family, I don't have any toxic or abusive um, family members and my direct family, parents, grandparents, direct aunts and uncles. Um, as much as we all have our strangeness and our problems, we're a pretty healthy family. Yeah, good. Um, but I will say this to add to the topic of respecting your elders. I have, um, family members who are connected through my grandparents, um, you you know, distant family that I, even though I don't necessarily respect some of their views and some of the ways they behave, I respect them out of risk, even though my grand, my grandparents are past now out of respect for my grandparents. It's not even about them. I treat them with, with ultimate respect and love as a way of saying, I'm doing this as a respect out of my, my own grandparents. So, right. um, but then there's other people even more removed who'll say the same things. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't, you're, well, especially like with the recent topic, like you're being a racist, you're being toxic <clears throat> and blocked. Yes. But then, but then, but you know, actually come to, now that I say that, if they were, if my grand, the people that I respect because my grandparents, if they were to ever say something racist, I would probably remove them as well. But I probably wouldn't be as like loud and obnoxious about it. I would probably just like discreetly cut them out, even though I know I should. I know there's going to be people who are saying like, well, you should call them out. That's, that's wrong. But there's just this thing where like I respect and care about my grandparents so much that even though they're gone, I'm going to do everything in my life with 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 respect to, towards them. Yeah, of course. And I, I have no personal issues or I have never had like respect issues with my, my grandparents, but I do see, cause I think it, it stems beyond that too. Like I I'm seeing like, again, 
<laughs> I'm not calling anyone out here. I'm not going to, we're mm-hmm. not going to have any more family drama than we already have. <laughs> um, I'm not going to, but I'm seeing a shift in people. I'll say that they're getting mm-hmm. older and they're starting to do, say things that to me, they make me uncomfortable and they aren't, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm going to be honest with you. And when I say it, it's a problem. It's like, I am your, I am your superior. Like, how could you say that Mm -hmm. you don't like what I just said? And it's like, that's when Mm -hmm. it becomes like, Mm -hmm. I can't even voice what they're about. What they're saying is wrong. Like it's just blatantly wrong. You know what I mean? And, um, I'm like, oh my God, that is where it's like, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It really is but I totally understand what you're saying with my grandparents there. They were lovely to me. Like my grandparent, my grandfather's best friends, like <laughs> my best friends and my mom, I think I told you guys this maybe at one point, but my mom and, um, like aunts and my uncle, like they were all like, yeah, you have no idea. Like the torture <laughs> they put us through, <laughs> like you might love them so much, but we see it in the total. I'm like, okay, well they treated me really well. So yeah. <laughs> so, like become best friends with the grandkids, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause All you can hand them back. Served, you know, I personally can't wait to be old. I've been saying it my whole freaking life. I love it. Like I cannot wait to be able to just chill and drink my tea and collect my tea sets and no one be like, no, that's weird. And <laughs> I, I do that already. <laughs> I I'm only 35 and I do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have a full on tea collection. <laughs> That, like like British tea cups with saucers mm-hmm. and, and I'm just like chilling with my shawls. I'm always cold. You know, I have horrible vision, horrible memory. I'm, you know, I've got a bad back. Might as well be an old lady already. And they're like, gosh, what are you, 19 rolling on 90? You know, like no, I've been no, I love it. All my whole life for it, but I just can't wait. It's going to be I great. I, I'm going to be the one, I'll be next to you, but I'll have the champagne and the boa on. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm gonna be the one with the shotgun out back. Pull it again! (laughs) Oh my god! Does anybody else have elder respect? Anything else to say about respecting your elders? I think this is a good conversation. It's not something that I ever really talk about, to be honest. No, it's not anything I would have thought to talk about either. I just, I will say though, although my my father-in-law did say that one thing. He was a lovely man. <laughs> I want to put that in there. He is a very, he was a very lovely man, and he was, he was very sweet to me. I love you, Lori. <laughs> also, I mean, also those generations too. There's a lot of generations, yeah. and how you're raised. Like sometimes yes. they didn't, you know. My my grandmother has said she's 99. Okay, she was a slave to Hitler in World War II. So she came from the old country. She has said things that she doesn't now know are not acceptable and guess what mm-hmm. i put her in her place and she's 99 i'm yeah, like you yeah. can't say those things yeah. i'm like bob yeah. you can't say yeah. that and she's like why and i'm uh-huh. like because and but i do explain it and guess what she doesn't do it she again doesn't, that, she well, doesn't do it again. lucille i've said it to lucille i'm yeah, like you Grandma, can't, you can't say, that. say that and they're like they're like why not like they get like, <laughs> it's, not, it's like but, what's the point like what's the yeah. point but you can express that in a respectful way like, yes like way you can yeah, you can't well, say that that's respectful it's not saying you're an idiot for saying that. Or, or, or you could even say, cause I keep saying this, like in Michelle, you know, this too, like 
my therapist had asked the question, like, why, why do you mm-hmm. say that? You know, but the thing is my grandmother, like she just, yeah. it's like Bobcha, you're Bobcha. She's, yeah. she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to change. Mean? I'm not going to change my ways now. Like it's, it's yeah. just not that she's saying that, but that's pretty much what she's saying without yeah. saying it. Yeah. But I, but I have that relationship enough with my grandmother to be like, I, I, I do. You can't, Yes. say those things. And, but it's not an argument. Like Karina said, it's not me belittling her or right. telling her, you know, it's, and I feel like anybody that, you know, Karina said, you have to have your own self-respect. Right. And then if you don't have your own self-respect, you will allow people to disrespect you more. Right. And we've all 100%. been there in relationships that we've talked about. Yep. And so, but it's also remembering that if somebody if you're purposely disrespecting somebody, you know, you're doing it. But if you don't realize you're disrespecting somebody, like my boyfriend didn't realize the situation made me feel disrespected because he wasn't purposely disrespecting me. Does that make sense? Like he wasn't purposely doing something to disrespect me. He just didn't realize that that made me feel disrespected until I expressed that to him. So it's, it's then saying, the boundaries and all of that type of stuff. But then it's saying, if people are, if people don't know that, that, that makes me feel disrespected, then I need to let them know that. Mm -hmm. And then if they continue to do it, they're consciously doing it. Well, I have to tell you guys, this is freaking hysterical. I'm sorry. And I know my, you know, Lucille, she's starting to like forget things. And my dad gets really, really upset. And I don't want to like hurt my dad in saying this, but she is, she's, some of the things are kind of comical. Like we, we do laugh about it. Cause it's like, she's not like sad or you no. know, down. She's just like living in her own world. Well, when yeah. I was younger, this isn't about today, but when I was younger, I was like seven. So right. Like the pressure at school and like, it's starting to like amp up a little bit. You get like a little bit of trauma at school when you're called on. Like, I don't know. I was just in this weird phase and, um, Lucille <laughs> took me, God love her. Lucille took me to this, like, hippie play like we she always took me to the mall and I loved my trips with Lucille to the mall and Albert my grandfather would wait in the car for us in the parking lot because he's like I'm not going in there so like these were our trips and so we go into this store which is like you guys know like the psychedelic stores and they have like the tapestries and everything and I don't even think the store exists anymore but um in our little mall in our hometown and we go in and the guy has gauges in his ear he's got tats all over and I'm just like <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what is this woman going to say? Because it just makes, it always makes us nervous. Like my dad, he knows what she does. My aunt Kathy, she's like, oh God, what is she going to say now? Because she's very religious. So we're in this store and the guy is so awesome. Like so nice. You know, can you guys need any help? Like a really nice guy. And because Lucille has those beliefs of her own, she tells this guy, she goes, is that a tattoo? I'm like, oh no, (laughs) this is is not going well. She goes, is that a tattoo? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it is. He was like trying to tell her about the tattoo, like all proud of it. And she's like, you're going to go to hell. Wow. Seven. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Like I'm trying to be a seven-year-old, like trying to be like, I am so sorry. I still get like uncomfortable thinking about her saying this to this guy. I'm like, oh my God. Think about that. And Michelle could tell you that could have been something that stood with stuck with you. And you could have then taken that at a young age, right? Especially at a young age. And now 
deem that on other people. You could have like continued that belief. Yeah. From the, that. The belief of Lucille? You, you could have, you're, you're, you were seven years old and you saw yes. your grandmother tell somebody they were going to hell for having a tattoo. So That's you could true. have internalized that. Yeah. It, right. Yourself and been like, if I get a tattoo, I'm going to go to hell. If I date anybody with a tattoo, That's they're going true. to hell. People and then start judging people. Right? It's like a projection onto others. Which I never did. Right. Which you never did. I but- feel like I was, I don't feel connected to like my, and my family will tell you this. My mom tried to return me when I was little. She's like, who is this girl? Like, she's nothing <laughs> like any of us. She's like outspoken and like it was weird. And I just always have felt like this black sheep. And and whenever people would do these things when I was young, I was like, how, how do you treat people? Like, how are you saying that? Like, I, mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. I didn't get it yeah. at all. And I never would have done it myself. Cause I've always been like with that kind of stuff, like just blatant to me, which was like ridiculous, like very disrespectful. Right. <laughs> you don't then, tell someone they're going to hell. But then, yeah. but then that leads back to the whole respect thing because right. respect is subjective. Right. And, yeah. and so it's subjective to what you're taught it's subjective to where you work. It's subjective to your culture. It's subjective to all of, all of those things. Right. Um, and then she got mad at me when I told her grandma that was wrong. Like what you can't say that to people. And she's like, what he is going to hell. He's also probably not Catholic. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't freaking, I can't do it. I really can't. It's just like, just perpetuates. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Does anybody on that note, so, um, anybody who has a tattoo, you're going to hell. How dare you? How I'm dare you, Michelle? Because I have a whole half sleeve. Oh, I freaking love it. Natalie, it's I was telling Nick. Natalie the other night about sleeves. Nick has, oh, Nick, yeah, my boyfriend's tatted from head to toe. I was like, yeah, yeah Nick, <laughs> freaking bring it on, baby. I love it. <laughs> I love the sleeve, man. It's so awesome. I love looking at people's tats. Unlike Lucille. It's, it's okay, yeah. Lucille. Right. We forgive you. We forgive you for the, the trauma that you've had and what you've been told. Mm-hmm. Oh, God love her. She's great. She's the sweetest thing ever. Really, she is. But that's not okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. But that wraps it up, guys. We'll see you and hear, we'll hear you or talk to you, however you want to say it, on the next episode of red lips and mic drops and guys don't forget to follow us on instagram at red lips mic drops check us out on facebook we have a facebook group where we're going to be engaging with you guys and doing videos and giveaways and all that stuff it's called red lips and mic drops basic (laughs) pretty simple so we'll uh, catch you guys on the next episode bye guys Eight strangers on the internet coming together for intimate conversations about difficult topics with soft hearts and strong voices. This is Red Lips and Mic Drops. Red Lips and Mic Drops, big hips and lip gloss, I'm talking issues and our thoughts, the world's unfair so let's talk. Red Lips and Mic Drops. Big hips and lip gloss I'm talking issues and our thoughts The world's unfair so let's talk